Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because right now we're going to be going over everything that's happened on the Big Brother 22 live feeds uh, in the past couple of days or so. I don't know how long it's been since we've done this. I guess two days since we've really caught up on the feed. So we're going to catch you up on everything, including the veto meeting, uh, even the veto competition itself we're going to be talking about. We're just going to catch you up on everything, including the episode that aired last night that we didn't get to discuss. But everything that's happened in this house... in as of the last couple of days, it's it, it's been too much my brain for my brain to wrap around mm-hmm. everything. So I'm so glad I'm not going to be the only one discussing it because with me as always is the lovely Roxy Hotman and Daniel Icon Brown. Guys, I guess I should just say just to just to get a blanket catch up, we have Memphis at the HOH, we have Nicole A mm-hmm. and David up on the block. Uh, veto winner, uh, spoiler alert, I should say was Memphis. We haven't seen that yet. We'll see it on Wednesday's episode. And as of today. The veto was not used. So our final nominees for the week are going to be Nicole A. and David. And between everything else that's happening in this house, I think most of the things that we're going to talk about don't even involve Nicole A. or David. They're going to involve a lot of uh, Janellacy, as as Twitter is starting to call it. Uh, but yeah. we, we've got a lot of things for the wheel of discussion to go over today. Uh, and a lot of it is including a lot of things that I think we're going to have to like work together to try to catch up on. Uh, because I don't know how confident uh, I am that we're going to get everything in its full context. But um, we are live. We do have the chat open. Hello, everyone that's in the chat. Hey, Britt. Hey, Carissa. Um, And yeah, I don't know what else I need to plug right now. So let's just get into it. Guys, the feeds have, or Daniel specifically, I should come to you first. The feeds have been weird in the last day or so. Uh, because True. I think because we have so much to cover and we have so much that we haven't really seen on the feeds as well. Uh, so what's just your overall take on the house right now? Um, well, it's definitely a lot more fluid than it was last week. This time, uh, last week we saw like the beginnings of kind of the power structure, and it seemed for the most part pretty solid, at least for the next few weeks. I kind of assumed that nothing crazy would happen. And especially when Memphis won HOH, the founder of this new power structure, I thought, oh, for sure, it's going to be a super boring week. Uh, Nothing crazy is going to happen. But were we in for a surprise when his his ego and uh, all all Memphis got in the way of, like, the power structure and then he doesn't want to talk to his allies and I'm doing what I want to do no matter what anyone wants, which... On a game level, I respect. I feel like I definitely have a different opinion than a lot of people on Memphis. I respect. I think he is so condescending and annoying on like a personal level. But his game, like I'm, I'd much rather see this than okay, Alliance. I'll do whatever you want me to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a weird balance to make do. But this week has been crazy. Roxy, how do you feel about Memphis's HOH coming into now we're at Monday, a few days away from the eviction. He just he did not use the power of veto. And we've seen like these conversations that he's had with everyone, Every, everyone that's in his alliance, this this six person alliance that is now called the commission or not the commission, the committee. God, that's going to get so annoying. Oh, my uh, God. This is another name. Yeah, they spent almost all of yesterday you know, tr- trying you. to come up with names. So we've had the hard six. We've had the usual suspects. We've had, I mean. I wanted I them to be the hard crew. Why do they not listen to me? We've had the hard no, crew. We've had six I, degrees. Um, I mean, yeah. But just, just give me your thoughts. I, I told you they were going to have a new name each week. They should just call themselves the no names. Um. Anyway, I mean, 
I actually do see exactly what, what Daniel's saying. I mean, I think Memphis has gotten in the way of Memphis all week long. Um, he's self-destructive, um, selfish. Um, I don't hate it. I just borderline hate him. No, I don't, I don't hate him. But come on, Grandpa. Stop being such a dick. Like, I mean, you don't have to do what your alliance says like a sheep but you know i feel like if you're in an alliance particularly a six-person alliance you ought to at least talk to somebody consult with them well, like mm. hey what do we think yeah not and just go a, from there he didn't do that it's That's not just annoying. a six-person alliance it's a six-person alliance that he made and it's just like okay i want you all in this alliance and then he wins hoh it's like okay our our ringleader if you want to call him that uh, just created this alliance. Now he's in charge. Let's see what he's going to do. And he's just like, I'm not telling you anything. What are you talking about? You think I'm going to tell you? You think I'm going to tell you what to do? Yeah. No, go play in that safety competition. Go save yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't disagree. Okay. I don't disagree with um, Memphis want wanting to, you know, the whole safety suite thing. Like I totally agree that that was the right move to make. I just think he executed that move horribly mm -hmm. but like <laughs> you definitely want to try and flush as many of those safety suites as possible or play cards whatever we're calling those that is brilliant it's great he did that terribly so i think i, I mean i hate his nominations they're so stupid but whatever um it could be worse it is yeah i feel like well i mean it could be it, it it could be worse on as far as he could nominate people that I like, but gameplay wise, no, it could not be worse. What could be worse? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, thought, I thought you were talking about, you said, I don't like his nominations. I thought you were talking about from a personal level when you said that. Oh, speaking no, of honey, game. I'm never talking about personal level. You know, that. Uh, boss. <laughs> <laughs> BS. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's interesting I'm because lying. Memphis was bound to piss someone off this week at some point. And it's like, okay. Instead, he, he pissed everyone off. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, no matter what he would have done, I think he would have pissed a sector of either the house or the fandom off. Because he wins HOH and oh, you're immediately yeah. like, oh, no, not Memphis, the ringleader of this alliance that all hates Janelle and Kaser. But then you're like, oh, wait, Memphis out of that group is probably the one person who wouldn't nominate Janelle or Kaser, which is like, good. And then mm -hmm. it's just like, well, he's also just being a dick the entire HOA train and pissing off the rest of his alliance, which is like not good Memphis, but it like, at least he's not nominating Janelle or Kaser, but then he nominates Nicole and David and is just a complete ass to David. Everyone's like, okay, this is like he, no matter what he would have done, he was bound to piss someone off or some part of the fandom off. And now it's just like, we're watching Nicole A and David both, you know, go up there and try to talk to Memphis. They're just like, I'm not going to go after you. Like, that's not what I want to do. And Memphis is just like, you know what? I'm staying out of it. You know, if any, like, I'm not picking a person to go home. And if anyone tells you that I, I want one of you to go home, they're lying to you. So just don't listen to them, which is as good as saying, I don't care if you go home. I just am not going to tell you that to your face. Uh, and David's going around You're right expendable. now. Right. And like, David's yeah. not doing himself any favors really right now. And th this is going to be one of the interesting things we're going to talk about because I think the most exciting thing right now is that 
we're still kind of in a toss up as to who might go home on Thursday as of like yesterday or even the day before it was like, okay, Nicole is probably going to go pretty easily. But now it's like Nicole can play up this. I hate Janelle so much that it could work in her favor in a way. And that's something I'm going to be really excited to watch. And it's obviously something that's starting to take form in a way and with the conversation she had with Nicole earlier. And obviously, well, and yesterday we had Danny telling her like, you should blow up Janelle's game. You should just call a house meeting, you know, you should have a house meeting because oh that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I just want to say really quick, Barrett, when you were like, uh, if, Nicole plays up this thing. Thing is, she's not going to be playing it up. No. She's going to generally be feeling all these emotions so strongly. And that's what's so annoying about Nicole Anthony this season. No, I said if she plays it up. But saying if she plays it up with Nicole Anthony is like, mm-hmm. I don't even have a good metaphor. Because that's so anti-Nicole Anthony to just go after someone or call a house meeting. Like, no, right. that's not going to happen. Uh, so I don't see it happening, but it's just, it's frustrating for everyone. I know right now today on the feast, Nicole Anthony's house meeting. It's like, okay, guys, I, okay. I brought my puppet friends. Me, um, uh, if you don't mind. Um, I mean, if you're okay with it, I was thinking about having a meeting, but oh, you know, oh, okay. Okay. No, it's fine. We won't have one. It's fine. No big deal. Okay. And then she goes off and then she complains to Kevin about it. That's yeah. how that would go. Or David. <laughs> yeah. Irvin is saying, I mean, Kevin's Sweet. to blame as well, which Kevin is a, a big person to blame for Nicole being like, Janelle is against me. She says she's for me, but she's just using me. And we talked about that web that Kevin is saying she is trying to weave around uh, Nicole in yeah, the last podcast. Earlier, earlier, though, Kevin said, he goes, I think I should just start doing what I did last time I played. And that is like stay super far away from the web, like whatever the web is, I'm not even going to try to get myself involved in it. Cause that's how you get bit by the spider. So mm. I mean, I like that analogy. We'll see. <laughs> but so I don't far, like he is not, he's not done that, but <laughs> why do you not like Kevin? Because he's against Janelle. Cause that's no. clearly Janelle started it. Janelle started it. Ke- okay. Kevin's taking it too far. And his read on the house Janelle is started it. No, calling Janelle like yes, a predator and stuff. Come on. She's what? Not, what are you talking about, Danielle, Janelle? Have you heard Janelle's comebacks for him? Instigated that. She is oh. the catalyst for them being against each other. And if and it's so stupid to me that they are they're constantly this while the rest of the house is like okay, let them fight. What she needs to do and what he needs to do is say, squash it. We together, we have numbers apart. We're doing the other side of the house favors. Right. Why would you do that? When the whole reason that they don't like each other is because when Keisha was on the block, Janelle campaigned not for Keisha, but against Kevin and that would make anybody mad. And he came back at her, and then she came back at him. And then, it right, all they have to do is have a conversation and be like, mm-hmm. look, I, I know you were trying to keep your friend. And she's like, yeah, I was trying to keep my friend. All right, let's squash it and move on. Because, But instead, what they're doing is, well, she said this. Well, he said that. Well, blah, 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 blah. And he gets, and I'm like, time out, children. Come out. Okay. She started it, Daniel. Yeah. She, she okay, but it. she was on a game level. All what are you talking about? She called, she called no. Kevin a 40-year-old who no, whines with his not, blanket. I don't know why you're acting like Janelle not, hasn't said okay, things about not, Kevin. 
What we're not gonna do is act like Janelle is the obsessed one because that is not the. I'm case. not saying every... she's the obsessed one here, okay, well, but she is obsessed with Kevin she has... is the, she is obsessed with Nicole Franzel. But you're not ready to have that conversation, are you? Uh, no, what we're not gonna not. do is that Nicole he's Franzel not. started that. Nicole Franzel came into the game wanting Janelle's head on a platter. This is, she wanted her head on a platter I would have too. too. If a... I were playing with Janelle, I'd want her out. Oh my I god, y'all are just as bad as them. I love her. I'm not no, saying I'm not I'm not saying I'm not a Janelle fan, but I'm not gonna sit here and act like she hasn't gone after Nicole in the same way that Nicole has gone after her. It's just, just it's just two it, they just have two different personalities and how they go about it. Nicole's is no. annoying to watch, Janelle's is fun to watch, but they're doing the same thing. I'm not saying I'm not a Janelle fan. I would root for Janelle any day to get out Nicole Franzel. I'm just saying it's Me the too. same thing going on in the house. But to say Janelle's yeah, obsessed I, I with Nicole Franzel, Nicole Fran she's not even targeting Nicole Franzel as of now in this game. So to be like, she's so obsessed and she's not. <laughs> okay. <sighs> <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter what it is. Janelle does no wrong in Daniel's eyes and she never will. It, like, Daniel is the exact... Wrong? exact definition of biased opinion when it comes to janelle when it comes and to janelle I'm willing to, I'm willing to take that but also i believe everything janelle has done there's like logic reason behind it i don't understand i didn't like, say it was illogical okay i well, feel like your hate for kevin is illogical no it's that's not. what i'm saying I don't even hate. Yes, okay, did is. I say I hate Kevin? I don't hate Kevin. I think yeah, he's so you annoying. Did. <laughs> I think Kevin is so you annoying. You actually did say that. Because Kevin, when as soon as he heard that Janelle was going after, uh, not even I don't even want to say going after Kevin because I really just think that what Janelle was trying to do. She was. What Janelle was, what, what Janelle was trying to do was she saw the house dynamic and saw that she was at the bottom and knew mm -hmm. that Keisha would have been a loyal number. And was trying to do whatever she could to save an ally. Unfortunately, and she should Kevin, have. right. Unfortunately, yeah. Kevin was on the block beside her. So mm -hmm. I really do believe Janelle would have dropped it at the door after this week. But Kevin was the yeah. one continuing going on Why would, and oh, yeah. overtly targeting, thinking everything in the game revolves around himself. I mean, ever since week one, he was talking about huh. Janelle. I don't know anybody else that does that. Hmm. What? Interesting. Thinks everything's about themselves. Look in the That's mirror. <laughs> it is about me. <laughs> Either no. way, no matter where you stand, I think this Janelle and Kevin little bickering is dumb because like so Roxy stupid. said, and like Daniel just said, they should have just squashed it right there because Janelle yeah, needs Kevin's have. vote and she doesn't realize how much that she needs it. And you have the other mm -hmm. side of the house who says, all right, we'll just get rid of Nicole this week and then we'll pull Kevin in as a vote because he clearly doesn't like Janelle. So we get rid of someone who they think likes Janelle, Nicole mm -hmm. Anthony, who doesn't really uh, and they're mm -hmm. going to pull on Kevin, who actually doesn't like Janelle. It's just, it's not good for Janelle in any scenario that it works out. Uh, but it, it was just interesting to watch uh, Kevin's, like, I don't know, conspiracy theories and how Janelle is this evil mastermind, like, trying to plot his demise, inadvertently caused Janelle to try to plot his demise to Memphis. And it was like, Kevin could be a renom. And it's just like, that only happened because Kevin was so paranoid about everything, but for good reason. Uh so yeah which people in the chat don't seem to understand either clearly a daniel stan like uh, i am not hating on janelle 
I'm also not going to hate on Kevin for being like, what do you want him to do? Go like, oh, yeah, she's like talking trash about me to get me out. Okay, that you're still cool. No, you tried to get me out. I'm going to be pissed at you and I'm allowed to be like, that's where he is. And for okay, you to be he mad tunnel, at Kevin, he's, he, has, he has such tunnel vision with it. doing the same thing, but, though. No, she does not have the same level of tunnel vision that Kevin does. You can't even compare the two, in my opinion. Because she, you're right, because she's had to split her tunnel vision amongst many tunnels because she's against everybody. You are correct. He has one tunnel. She's got 15. You're right. Um, Maybe not 15, but mm. a lot. Right. You're <laughs> right. But it is cyclical their relationship she is doing it to him he is doing it to her it's stupid on both of their parts it's unproductive too much like every, this yes. every conversation every conversation kevin has janelle's name is brought up like 50 times like because she's his, he, she's in his mind um, the one person besides Cody um, who was really actively attempting to get rid of him. It, for her, there's multiple people that are attempting to get rid of her. Okay. So she's, so it is honestly, if there was nobody the else is- trying to get rid of her, then it would be on the same level. She's putting in as much energy as she can spare to Kevin. You're, you're being silly. No, I'm not. No, you hate Kevin for no reason. You hate Kevin for doing the same thing Janelle does. I'm not alone. I I feel confident in my opinion because yes, I know someone in the chat. Terry, Terry and Chat, not Barrett's mom. Terry and Chat also agrees with you, and I think you're both ridiculous and biased. But I still love you both. Me and Terry, you're biased. No, you're being biased as well. Trying to like equalize the playing field between Janelle and Kevin when they're totally. On two different. No, I think they're both right stu- being stupid. I think they're both being stupid. Equally so. Kevin's stupid. And so is Janelle. No, no, and I love her. Don't, don't. Janelle's See? not stupid. Janelle's Biased. not stupid. Janelle's not stupid though. Janelle has one I mean, of the honestly, most neither accurate- is Kevin. Janelle has one of the most accurate reads on the house, and she's not even the majority alliance. People well, in the majority you know what? alliance. When you throw don't out even have about. The- Listen, um, first of all, if you that, uh, if you throw out a hundred uh, scenarios and some of them are correct, that's not an accurate read on the house. She's not. She's actively targeting Cody, who's in arguably was in the best position as of like two days ago. She's pinned it down to who needs to go. I feel like <laughs> I, don't, I, I just I know I can't get over that you just said Janelle has one of the most accurate reads on the house. You're she not right. Who? who? Nicole who? Anthony. How does she feel about Nicole? Oh my god. Okay. Well, with um, let me not cause with logic. With logic. I mean, obviously, she it doesn't understand that Nicole Anthony is completely like taking a pistol and turning it to her chest. But I'm not faulting Janelle's read on one person. But that's the person she thinks she's closest to besides Kaser, and she doesn't even like her. Don't tell me she has a good read when she thinks her closest ally besides Kaser is with her when she's talking shit about her to everyone else in the house. Oh, my God. I'm talking about the – freaking Nicole Anthony's going home this week, so it doesn't even matter. Second of all, I'm talking about the actual where the power lies in this house. Otherwise, where Kevin and Nicole Anthony are – oh, Janelle is running this whole game since day one. Like, 
Oh my God. But we never claimed that either of them had good reads on the house because they both are morons also. No one has a perfect read on the house. I think we (laughs) should get that out of the way real quick. No one in that house has a perfect read on anything. No. And if. (sighs) No, but I do have in my notes, Janelle sees the light. I really do have that. And I get. I get. I'll get. Figure things out. I'll give Janelle credit. She does. She was pretty much the first person to point out that whole Nicole, Danny, Tyler, Cody foursome going on. But she's omitting the fact that Memphis is kind of the ringleader of that even happening. And she thinks Memphis is also with her. So kind of also not a good example of her having the best read on the game. He is kind of with her. He's the only person on that side who wouldn't back. He's not not with her. I'll agree with you on that. But he's not fully with her. I mean, who's Memphis fully with? Cody, I, mean, I, don't even think Cody, fully... I would imagine, it'd be the person he's fully with. I think he's fully with himself, and I, I really don't think that he has, like, strong loyalties in any direction, hmm. in my opinion. Can he's we just covering all his bases. Spin the wheel or something. I'm yeah. so tired <laughs> of arguing something with Daniel that will never win because he refuses to see logic vice versa logic my ass ass. because he hears what he wants to hear instead of what's actually said that's so not true yeah it is true no it's not all right we're gonna spin the wheel now i swear i swear to god if this goes to janellacy i'm gonna be so mad well we do have other things that we can talk about with janellacy talk about it all right, Nicole A.B. Sad <laughs> is what we're going to get for this first pick. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> obviously the veto did not come out in Nicole A.'s favor, which is really not her fault because apparently that veto was yet again uh, teetered a little bit more towards uh, people that have larger arms uh, or just are stronger in general, I'm- which is not Nicole Anthony. But Can we argue something that we're all, I think, over with is these pandered physical competitions that are just so predictable with these outcomes i mean it's so frustrating yeah, but that's a whole we're not talking about that right now we're talking about this so obviously this got nicole anthony down yes, a little yes. bit and uh we we've brought up nicole anthony's kind of anxiety a little bit paranoia when it comes to uh, larger conglomerate alliances and that's kind of just been the thing uh for her this whole season she's been kind of paranoid that there's this large alliance that she doesn't know about a bunch akin to big brother 21 and so everything kind of hit uh, a forefront uh last night when uh was it last night or two nights ago my days are always mixed up everyone i'm so sorry two Two nights ago Last two, two, no, it was two nights ago. Uh, some nights ago or night. I feel like she's had one like every freaking night. It's that's that's why honestly gets mixed up to me because it's like ever since she was nominated with David, I'm like every night has been either David kind of having his moment or it's been Nicole having her moment. Uh, but in any case, she hit a forefront and she was like, I don't, I don't think I should be here. Like, I just. Uh, you know, I don't think I deserve to be here. I almost just want everyone to vote me out and saying all these things, just like she's giving up. Okay. Last night. Uh, thank you everyone. And Dave Vaughn's kind of sitting there comforting her. Just like, no, stop that. You're not, you're, you're not done yet. You're not done yet. Uh, but Nicole's having these moments where she's like, I don't, I don't want to be here. That's pretty much what she's saying. I don't want to be here. Uh, which is, I, I feel like not the last thing I expected from her because I don't, we never thought she would fit in with this group anyway. 
And there's plenty of people that thought, you know, she probably should be considered an all-star. But I just want to get y'all's take on this whole situation with Nicole and uh, her pretty much just not wanting to be in this game anymore so early on. Just what are are y'all thinking? Bye. Wow. (laughs) That was... (laughs) clear concise i like it i'm i actually agree with daniel i mean like okay you want to give up see ya (laughs) bye i feel feel bad like on a personal because i do think that she's uh going through like a lot and i even though i like i'm so annoyed with her uh gameplay this season when she gets out of the house like i definitely feel like she will not take hate very well so i'm hoping people will leave her alone on the well me too once you get um, out, like, stop being so mean. Super I, yeah, I don't, I, I honestly don't think she needed to be on this season. I think there was a lot of things, and she's brought this up, that she just didn't deal with from her season fully until she got into the house and realized that there were things that she didn't deal with. And obviously, that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of hope that I think CBS offers to a lot of the house guests once they get out of the house. And I don't know if she just not Did, enough yeah apparently not enough uh because it all these things from last season are coming back at her and i don't blame her she had a horrible time last season in a lot of ways uh and so did everyone on that season she definitely didn't have the worst time i don't think but uh <laughs> i think i can point out about four more people who had a worse time but uh last in, year yeah yes at least three of them Ditto. Yeah. in any case <laughs> um obviously this is something that I don't think we want to watch anyone deal with, especially someone uh, that's as I think respected just as a person as Nicole Anthony is. So obviously if, if this game isn't cutting it out for her, I don't want her to, you know, have to suffer through that. But at the same time, I think that if she gets through this week, there is something for her down the line. I don't know, but I just thought it was an interesting point to bring up because we haven't had something like this, happen in this season yet uh to this degree and uh i don't know obviously she's bounced back a little bit from it just since yesterday and um i think that'll be something interesting to watch over the next couple days to see if she is going to be committed to this game long term or not but i don't know what else to say about it i thought it was just a good point to bring up and add to the wheel and everything anything else anything anything else Uh I mean, there's not, I, I, I feel like there's not a lot to say. It's just, yeah. it's sad on an emotional level, but it's a game at the end of the day. So, yeah. All right. Go back, going back to the wheel then. Please don't land on Janelle already. <laughs> I love the wheel. The wheel is fun. I'll give it that. Is it going to be self destruction or veto? Veto? Oh, self destruction. All right. Well, where are we going to start? <laughs> we could start with almost anyone, I think, at this point. So, I know. I started to name the people that would fall under the self-destruction category. And then I was like, hmm, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start, actually. I, well, the only reason I want to start with Memphis is because he's up first on my notes under self-destruction. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about Memphis, shall we? We shall. He ignores, ignores the big picture. His alliance is mad. The house is mad. Everybody hates Memphis. Everybody hates Memphis right now, except Daniel. Um, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, okay. We talked about this a little bit on the last podcast that before nominations, we talked about it a little bit today. 
you know, he wouldn't talk to anybody, right? So Danny and Christmas are having this conversation where Danny's like, I mean, he didn't even consider the alliance at all. Um, and this all stems because when Winegate occurred, which we talked about on the last podcast, and Janelle mentioned four people of the six to him, and then he told them, and Danielle all of a sudden, you know, hears her name, then she's a little bit panicky, right? And um, <laughs> she goes to try and have a conversation with Memphis after he nominated people that are of no benefit whatsoever to his entire alliance. David or their game, and we communicate, and he's like, no, I told you, we can't talk at all. That's how this alliance works. <laughs> she said, well, I mean, Janelle named four people in your alliance, and he said, this is Memphis's response. Well, she didn't name the other two. Oh. <laughs> okay. If she would have gotten 100% she only of them. two thirds yeah. of us. Yeah. So if she only so, knows two thirds, we're still good. Two of us are safe. It's fine. Memphis two is like, she didn't name me, so like, it's I don't really fine. care that much. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Look, here's how you can deal with Memphis take notes, rest of the house. Memphis is never going to respond to you saying, this person or that person is after people in our alliance because he doesn't care. This mm. is how you deal with Memphis. You have to. He's after you. Man manipulate Memphis to believe that the person that is most detrimental to his game, the most damaging to his game is the person that you actually want out. Because if you're telling him, well, they want me out. What does he care? No, you tell him they want you out. Then he'll target them. Y'all, the Alliance is pissed and they played it all wrong, but whatever. Memphis is destroying Memphis's game left and right. And this whole business of him wanting revenge for Dan, are you freaking kidding God. me? We jo we kind of joked mean. about that in the last podcast. We were like, is is him targeting Ian just kind of like a ploy from Dan of just like, I got to get revenge for my it's brother? So and that was like the whole episode last night. I was like, oh my God. Like, is this, is and he being not. for real? There's no way that's real. No, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Memphis, he's not trying to get revenge for Dan. No. Memphis is pissed because Ian, who he thinks is beneath him, for some stupid reason, Ian went against Dan and won. Memphis went against Dan and couldn't get one. Roxy, you're having a little breaking yeah, out. We're, we're losing Roxy when she was making valid points. Man. Finally. Yeah, Ro Ro Roxy finally <laughs> made a valid point for the first time in like a month, and now we're losing her. What are the odds? But no, I see what she's saying, and she'll come back eventually. Roxy, are you back? No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You just got so emotional <laughs> that your internet broke up. I get you. <laughs> I understand. Well, I want to really quickly talk. I know, and I'm so mad. While we're talking about this whole avenging Dan thing, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't know if y'all seen this um, Danny video that's been going around. Like, also Sandra Diaz Twine and Survivor did this, where she's like, "I want to make sure everyone knows I'm the best female yeah. player to ever play." Yeah, we and had. I'm going to take out whoever is standing in that position right now. And it's like the same energy. Like y'all know, I love Sandra, but I was like, come on. Like that's so like cringy. 
just stop. No, I no, I see what you mean. And Danny, yeah, she had that shirt, her pre-show interview where she was kind of like, "I need to take out the the queens of BB or whatever she said." Uh, she's got to, you know, she's got to stand on that throne herself, which you know kind of ties into her playing this game where she's like, "I actually hate Janelle in this game, and I'm working with Nicole and Janelle the whole time." She's like, "I won't go against Danny because of a personal relationship we've had. Like that was just kind of a thing. I'm not going to go against her." And it's just two polar opposites, and we're sitting here like. Oh my God, this, this is exactly why Janelle probably doesn't get the full picture of some things because she doesn't know that Danny's actively trying to go against her at every turn. I mean, she had a conversation with Memphis the other day in the HOH room where for like 20 minutes straight, she's like, here's why you should backdoor Janelle. And Memphis was just like, no, no, because you're telling me to, do- it's almost like you're telling me to do it. So I'm not going to do it. That's like Memphis's game. He's like, I can't, I can't allow you to tell me what to do. What? I feel like his line of thinking is not horrible. I mean, Janelle, obviously Janelle going would not be good for Memphis this week. Um, But it's weird. He's like, I'm not going to take out, like he's also doing this with like Janelle and Kaser. Like I'm also not going to take out who y'all want me to take out. And that being Nicole Franzel. And he's telling his alliance the same thing. It's kind of like, if I don't take out either of y'all's targets, then Next week, I really don't have nothing to worry about because y'all still have to deal with your targets that I didn't take out for you. But it's he's handling it so wrong and like the worst condescending. He's like not hearing anyone out. Um, how he really should have handled his HOH, in my opinion, whatever Janelle and Kaser told him, he should not have told his alliance. He should his alliance right now should not know that they know four out of the six of them. Right. Like, but it he also it also to. helps him to kind of shield himself and make them kind of continue to go after each other, which is the positive of that. But I get what you're saying. It's like, why would you really out the people that are necessarily working with you still? And you've, mm-hmm. for some reason, are being able to keep the smoke screen in front of them. But at the same time, Janelle and Kaser spend so much time with Memphis that those four get so concerned about it that Memphis kind of has to give them info because if he doesn't give them info, they're like, mm. oh, well, clearly he doesn't, he cares more about them than us. So is he just giving them info about us? Like, I feel like there's, he has to find a balance there. But going back to Ian, because uh, I think Roxy is fully back. I think, I think she's good. No, I am. I've been here. Yeah, it's been fine this whole time. I was um, talking to, somebody on the other end of my house oh okay you're good (laughs) uh i was just i I think you were making a good point of this whole memphis dan geesling thing that we saw a lot in last night's episode where it's just you know it's like memphis's big thing and it's much akin to cody's big thing in this game is to prove that they were not the lap dogs of the their other uh final two mm-hmm. deals on their previous seasons. And Memphis's whole thing is I need to prove that I am as good as Dan Giesling, which is an impossible task. But I feel like the best thing that he says in his mind that he can do is get rid of Ian Terry. Because like you were saying, and I think the point you're about to make, you have Memphis who lost to Dan uh, seven to zero. And then you yeah, have Ian didn't get a vote and yeah. Ian beat him. And he thinks Ian is beneath him. And so it pisses him off. That Ian beat Dan when he couldn't even get one vote. Yeah. So it's it's. Do you think this? Do you think that this is a thing of, in Memphis's head? If I get to the end and I'm the one who takes out Ian, Ian's the one. Then that means I won. That means I deserve to win the Brotherton. Like that's like some Sarah Lucina logic. Yeah. The thing with him is Ian beat Dan. 
uh, and Dan beat Memphis, but Memphis thinks all I have to, if I beat Ian, that that means that technically I beat Dan. Therefore, I am better than Dan. That's <laughs> like I think <laughs> it is a weird way that might be his like train of thought. Uh, but CBS is trying to turn it into I'm I'm your best friend, Dan. I'm doing this for you, which almost is the opposite effect. It's just like oh, so you're still just doing what Dan tells you to do. Is that what's oh, happening? Man. Uh, so right. Memphis gets an unfortunate edit there, I think, because I don't think he's actively going after Ian because Dan, I, 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 Dan, it's, it's all for you. Like that just makes him look worse in a well, way. Yeah. And I don't think for one second that Dan asked him to do that. I hope not. Well, of course he didn't. That's <laughs> silly. I mean, he was one of the last people contacted. He had like a week before he went to sequester. So I doubt Dan could have. I mean, I really don't think Dan would have approved this telephone uh, alliance anyways. I doubt that Dan had a lot of say in what's going to happen this season. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else want to talk about self-destructing in a way? I don't really... Well, I mean, Dan- Danielle... Danny is, yeah. Danny is like messy, 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 mistakes, panic, panic, messy... Right. That that um, Danny goes into a lot of the Dave Vaughn saga that I want to talk about, but Danny is in a weird position now because of how she keeps going around to everyone. Uh, and partly we can blame that uh, she kind of told what? Janelle that she trusts <laughs> Nicole uh, and Tyler and Cody yeah, the most. Yeah, it goes back to that. That's exactly what it goes yeah. back to because this is what happened. After Winegate, Memphis told them what Janelle said because – you know, they're like, what are you up here talking to her for hours, drinking wine? And he was like, don't worry, guys. I was just getting information from her. And so then he, you know, he tells them and he, and he told Nicole Frenzel, she loves you. And she was like, really? And he goes, no, 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 <laughs> she doesn't. And so anyway, so Danny hears that Janelle said her name and she like, without thinking it through, goes like into like this panic mode. It's messy gameplay is what it is. And so she goes to Janelle and, and it was like, basically like, hey, like, let's be friends and like get some sort of an agreement or not, and she didn't use the word alliance, but like we could maybe work together. And Janelle's like, who do you trust or, you know, who do you like? And so Danielle told her, well, I like, you know, uh, who, who else should say? T- Cody, Franny and Tyler. Uh, yeah. And that Janelle just goes, oh, really? The four, you really, those are the people you trust. Okay, gotcha. It was almost like a sting operation. Like, I'm surprised, Mm -hmm. like, SWAT teams didn't descend from the rooftops. Like, we got them. We got them. The four are together. Literally the four people that that had already been being grouped together anyway. Mm -hmm. But Janelle then takes that information and she tells Bailey, one of her big pregame alliances, because other pregame alliances do exist, people. <laughs> and so, anyway, um, she tells Bailey ish the story. She twists it and she's like, Yeah, she offered me an alliance with these people. And I just don't want to take it because it puts you and Davon in such jeopardy. Like, they're not including you in any of this like trying to you know Which was kudos, smart. kudos to her because it's a good game move for on janelle's part on danielle's part it's a terrible game move see how i did that daniel because i love danielle but she sucked right now uh, she did i something just stupid. feel like has that made so a anyway. terrible game move this far 
Uh, how's she? Uh, well, <laughs> let me. Well, here's really? the thing. Uh, <laughs> so I can't say that. As of last that. night, Cody uh, and Tyler were talking, and Cody's like, "I'm so tired of." Danny this whole Danny and Davon like situation mm -hmm. I'm so tired of them like talking like just we've caught them in lies we've caught them both in lies and it's just been like I at this point uh I I, I can't stand it anymore and which is I like I, I can't believe Cody's already at this point and obviously in the first part of this game the first thing he said about Danny was she's sneaky she's a sneaky one uh and now Danny is just kind of going right into that stigma that Cody originally thought about her but it's interesting because today uh Davon and Danny were having a little bit of a combo and Davon fully knows about this um mm -hmm. and so Davon and Danny are having this combo and Davon Dave said I can't remember who I heard it from but something about you approached her Janelle to work with and then Danny says to join an alliance or something yeah that's what I'm hearing on my family I never did that that pisses me off and then uh that was just a, a little segment from Big Brother Daily but then uh, Evil Dick quoted that segment, and uh, <laughs> it mm. just it just said, "Rest in peace to my granddaughter." <laughs> I did not That's see awful. that. That's awful. It's funny, but it's awful. I, I feel terrible that I just laughed. That's awful. <laughs> Rest in peace to my granddaughter. Uh, but obviously, um, <laughs> I need to find that tweet so I can at least pull it up. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I feel terrible he... that I laughed. If Evil Dick didn't tweet like 30 times an hour. I know. It'd be much easier to locate things. How dare he? Okay, I found it. Note to self. Send a message to him to link stop. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> uh, but obviously, we can talk a lot more about Danny when it comes to the Davon yeah, stuff. Yeah, when it comes yesterday. to the Davon stuff, I don't want to touch that because that's in a different subject. But I mean, Danny's just done a lot of like, like Enzo's not trusting her. Tyler's like, I mean, ish they go back and forth like it like enzo and 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 tyler have had conversations where they're you know like like yo meow like why is she talking to so many people and tyler's like yeah it's kind of weird i mean like and and plus i mean that's in another section too but plus you know they don't want to um include danny in a in, a, in one of the new alliances because <laughs> Of all of this, I'm, like, so, tired of the, I'm so tired of every single alliance. Oh my god, I hate them all because I, I don't it. know which one is which, and I'm like, y'all got to stop. No, but, Danny is she is a detriment to her own game right now. She is playing, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. Except I need it to be better moves I'm than what you're coming up with. I'm kind of surprised though that she's playing almost like. I can't piss nobody off. Like every single base has to be covered with 10 layers at every moment inside this house. Like it's very like, unlike Danny from what I remember, like I kind of remember her like not caring, I guess so much about necessarily who thinks who people think she's targeting or who they know she's targeting. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's weird coming from Danny that she's so like, Oh my God, this person can't know that I don't want to work with them. Cover it up, cover it up, cover it up. Like that's just not what I think about when I think of Danny Donato. She's, I think she's had probably the most change in gameplay from her last mm -hmm. season to this one. Uh, even though I think it's kind of similar in the fact that she pre-gamed with a certain group of people and now she's not going with them in the game. I think like that's her big similarity. Whereas in season 13, you know, she had that big, uh, you know, returnees alliance that she was going to be in and then immediately was just like, 
you know, I don't really care about y'all anymore. Uh, now that we're in here, I think I'm going to actually lead the charge against you, uh, which was her downfall, but it was entertaining to watch. Uh, yeah. And now it's kind of a similar thing, but with Janelle in a way where it's like, oh, yeah, I'll pregame with you. Like, I'll, I'll be good with you. But as soon as you get in the house, it's just like Danielle, or, wait, Danielle, Janelle, she's got to go. I'm sorry. You know, right. Franny, like we're good. Um, I don't know how soon it w things would blow up for Danny, though. Like, I don't I still don't see like very. Well, now won't touch her, which is yeah. annoying. I'll get out. Oh, my God. Did you hear that, Roxy? Janelle. I did. And you know what? And you know what? My heart just grew a little bit, Daniel. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And at first I thought to myself, who said that? And I said, oh, my God, it's Daniel. <laughs> right. How could it be? You, I am proud of you for saying that because <laughs> that is annoying. She definitely should go after her. Not that I want it. Like, you people that stand um, Danielle, I mean, look, I love her too. Like, I don't, I'm just talking from a game point, like, viewpoint of from Janelle's perspective. She should definitely go after her. Mm -hmm. it, I agree. It, it just it, makes it more frustrating. Like Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You were probably about to have a way better point than I was. Well, I was just going to say, I feel like it's important to know that apparently the deal that was made between Janelle and Danny preseason, like we obviously kind of knew that they were talking at least. Uh, we didn't really know it to what extent, but apparently there was a deal made that they would not touch each other, period, like ever in the game. So, I mean, Janelle's holding her end. Danny is not. So Janelle's kind of like, that's like Janelle's like blind spot almost. Like, she's assuming mm -hmm. that, okay, well, Danny's not going to go against us because we have that deal, but that's not what Danny's doing. So she's really I mean, and, well, and Janelle has said some things. I don't think she, I mean, she has said, indicated that she's not going to go after Danielle, but she has said some things in the last couple of days that make me think, eh, it may be coming because she, like, she's mentioned, like, there's, like, some bad blood there or, like, I don't remember exactly how she phrased it, but. And I don't, I, like, I couldn't tell um, if she was trying to deflect something or if she was, like, fishing for information or if she truly meant that. I really, I don't know. But anyway, did you hear that? Do you know anything about it? I, 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 don't, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. Well, it's not important. Well, I mean, it could be. It could be a, like I, there's just so many things that happened on the feeds yesterday that I probably <coughs> I definitely overlooked that uh, and I'm not well, looking forward I mean, to I having don't... to recall the, the, the complicated thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But oh my God. yeah, I don't think it's important right um, right now, but it could be at some point. Right. And then we'll cover it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> If we feel like it. Yeah, it, that's really how we feel. I mean, like, this channel is based on how we're feeling that day. So, uh, yeah. if we don't feel like it, we won't We won't do it. So, <coughs> and you can't make us. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, Ooh. so stop trying it. Yeah, we, we were going to start at 3 o'clock today. In my life. We were going to start at 3 yeah. o'clock today, and we didn't even start until 6.15. So, that, show, no, that goes to show how Daniel's organized fault. we are. Yeah, That's my I fault. was organized. That's Daniel's fault. I am very used to like not doing it at three o'clock. It's been, I feel like we've done that since, I don't know. 
early 18, on we did it a lot in uh, 17 or 18 yeah 18 um but also we told you last night <laughs> and just, you know, i've been dealing with a bunch of college crap so well it's my a, daughter lot, i didn't realize too. how like i did not realize that, like getting a little off track how extensive like even the before pre-college it's a lot pre yes that's what they call it pre-college well, preschool i think is what they refer to um, started wednesday and she does she's um virtually schooled like she did that before covid it's not because of covid and mm -hmm. uh so i've gotten less feed time in than normal because i keep having to answer questions from her like well it's no, important but uh the feeds are on yeah i'm just kidding quit asking me just questions kidding. child <laughs> you want me to parent? No, I can't do that right no. now. No, never do that. Just kidding. Kidding. All right. All right. Uh, I don't. I had a, I had a point that I was going to go to. I think. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I just wanted to say like real quick because we. Did, I mean, I know we talked about Janelle a lot, but I want to talk about more so Janelle and Kaser right now because it's not on the wheel, mm -hmm. but I feel like a big thing is revolved around them just trying to get votes. And they cannot get votes to save their life. Or even allies. They're trying so hard. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen two people try so hard just to get people to work with them. And then people not work with them. Uh, and obviously, I think at this point, they're closest. Actually, probably the only people that will actually consider aligning with them are Davon and Bailey. And Bailey mm -hmm. is mostly just because they pre-gamed before they went into the house. And Davon is just an, an associate of Bailey. And it's just, I don't even know how long that will last because now people are looking at Davon and Bailey and just thinking like, okay, well, they're clearly now working with Janelle and Kaser. We'll loop them right in. That's four easy nominations. And you have Cody who's just pissed off at anyone who plays the game at all uh, for some oh reason. Oh my gosh. Uh, He's so paranoid. Cody's paranoid about Bay and Dave because heaven forbid they have a conversation in the comic room, which is their bedroom. Mm -hmm. He's like, I know they're in there talking about me. They are. But what I mean, like, he's like, every time I walk in there and they change the subject. Yeah, because they don't want you to hear what they're saying. It's called playing the game. But mm -hmm. he's just so. Future Big Brother player. If you ever get on the show, that is the worst room to pick. Uh, A, the lights don't cut out until, like, everyone's asleep. And that includes the living room lights. So even if your bedroom is asleep. The living room lights will still shine, and you'll have to. Your lights will not be off until later. Memphis is not going to be happy next week, <laughs> right? And um, also, it's literally that's not even a bedroom; it's like a part of the hallway. So yeah, it's everyone's, a hallway. everyone's like walking through it, and every conversation that you have will be seen, most likely, at least by one person. So, whereas if you're in the bedroom, you're more closed off; it's more private. Um, yeah, so definitely go for one of the. The key bedroom or the, what is that the photograph bedroom that's definitely yes nice. when you go. enter the house go right go through the hallway bedroom don't go straight through the next one that's the have not room turn right and go in that little room off to the side don't y'all know the house layout by now well apparently not do you not remember the very first competition the first episode christmas and caser both ran the wrong way uh so <laughs> Well, Kaser has not been in the house for a long time, and Christmas was medicated heavily the entire time. So it stands <laughs> to reason, but whatever. I don't know. Cody, listen. So another thing, 
about Cody's paranoia, like concerning day, is um, so <laughs> every time that this, okay, so Danny is having conversations with with day, right? Mm-hmm. And then Danny will go and she'll tell Cody things that she learned in that conversation, but she doesn't tell Cody that that information came from day. Right. So <laughs> Cody will go to day with that information. So then Cody is going to, to Davon and he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, this is what I heard. And I just like, like, this is crazy. And I just don't know what to think about it. And Davon's like, Hmm. I told her that. And so then she gets real, like, you know, like push away. And then she goes and talks to, to Bailey about it. And is like, dude, I don't trust Danny because she's telling Cody this and this and this, there's no other way that he can know it. And then Cody sees them, you know, talking. And then it's even worse. It's even worse. Y'all have got to stop CBS players, big brother people. Quit it. Why did you describe them CBS as CBS players? players? Right. No. I've never heard that. I have never heard that. I should probably take my ADD medicine before <laughs> we podcast. You TV people. I just... You people playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a big thing right now is uh, Janelle and Case are kind of last night we're having this conversation about you know, wanting kind of three pairs in this alliance uh, that they're trying to form. And so they said, obviously, themselves, the two other people who actually uh, are working with them, Bay and Day. And then they're like, we could also get like Christmas and Ian. And Christmas isn't going to work with them. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. But I think they think Christmas and Ian are kind of like in cahoots because why not? Christmas saved Ian in the safety suite competition. Of course, maybe they'll consider something. Uh, little do they know, mm-hmm. Christmas, along with Memphis, are the two people that they left out of that alliance uh, that they can't really see yet, which I guess is a plus to Memphis's telephone game. Hi, Nick. Uh, Nick in the chat. Um, and so they go to Ian last night and essentially have the worst outcome of a conversation I think that they could possibly have because Janelle's like, I think we should, I think we could work together. Like, I think we should do it. And Ian was basically just like, I mean, how do you feel about Franny? And she's like, you know how I feel about Franny. And he's just like, I don't know how we're going to work together then. Like he was just so blunt and honest and not really like he awkwardly was trying to like, not even not threaten Janelle basically, it, but it, it, kind of- it was passive aggressive on Ian's in a little bit. It was I'll, like I do have a clip I of it. So work with you you, if you ever take out Franny, like it was a little. I was like, oh my he God. basically was like, if you target Franny, uh, I just don't think that's a. I don't think you should do that. I think that would be a pretty. Actually, I'll just play the clip. It was funny, but also it was like, damn, Ian. Oh, I get that. So where do you and I fit in then? If we want to work together, though, and you're working with Nicole. Well, that's. Well, that, how does that, that work? That I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That this I'm I'm not sure because are are you and her working together? No. You're not. Mm-hmm. But I'm not working against her. I'm just right. I don't talk I, that's, with her. Well, you know, I don't know that it's. I don't know. I don't know that it's now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Okay, so you're seeing like mid game. I'm seeing. I you know you kind of see which way things are gonna go, and. Uh, let me say, I think it would be a pretty big inaccuracy 
to take action against, you know, her or I. You know, I'm just saying, not not you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think it would be a bit of an error. No, I wouldn't be. Yeah. And I don't think you are. It's just, I think it would not be wise. (laughs) (laughs) It would not be wise for you to go after me or Nicole or how about just Nicole? Don't do it. So don't do it, Janelle. Uh, Just adding to like this loss that Janelle and Case are at. It's just like, we can't find anyone. Like we just need people. And they're like, I just want to save Nicole. All we want to do is save Nicole. Meanwhile, Nicole's like, I, they're pretending like they want to save me, but they don't really. Right, Kevin? And Kevin's like, nope, they don't. They don't want to save you at all. Which is so stupid. It's so stupid. <sighs> I just, it, it's so frustrating to watch because I want so badly to have two sides go after each other. Like, that's just... That's classic Big Brother. Like the best seasons are when their two sides are going mm-hmm. after each other. And right now it's turning into yeah. a BB-19 where it's like everyone goes after these two people. And that's not what I want this all-star season to be. Well, but every day it's slowly turning think, into it. But it won't. I don't think it will be because there's no clear, uh, you know, leader of the call. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I had to pick, it would probably be Cody, right? Uh, the I, leader of the cult? Uh, I mean, Tyler. he's definitely the most paranoid of the Tyler of the, uh, of the, what do you even call them? The, the, cause I was about to say the core four, but that's Enzo and Cody and, uh, Nicole and Danny connect Four is Bay day. Well, actually no, they're the connect now. They can't be the connect. See, this is, this is exactly why we should have played the game that I said earlier. I was (laughs) kidding about it, but (laughs) because I, all the time I'm like, wait, but what alliance is that? But wait, is that a real alliance? Were they serious? But I literally wait, was ready to have I a game. Thought... Sh- I, I was ready to have a game show format where we literally picked two cast photos at random and we're like, are they in an alliance or not? And it was just going to be like this big guessing game because like we would have been, well, actually, we no, that, that. What a bad example because it just landed on Janelle and Janelle is not aligned with anyone unless it lands on Kaser. And Kaser. Yeah. Uh, well, and Bailey. Oh, Janelle and Kevin, are they aligned together? No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Most definitely not. But should they be? Yes, for both of their games. But they're both so stubborn and ridiculous. <sighs> uh, I just, I don't know where Janelle and Kaser go from here. Like, I think their best bet um, is probably to just roll with Bay and Day and possibly pull in. Because if they lose Nicole, like, they'd have to first realize that Nicole's not going to be with them. And I don't know where Nicole goes this week as far as trashing Janelle any more than she already has. But I feel like Bay and Day's best option is to pull in David. And at least that's another number because with who David's close to, I would say he's close to Tyler, but I'd say he's he's probably, I don't know. I feel like he's got almost a better connection with Bailey and Davon, but Tyler really was the first person to talk to him is game wise oh, in the house pre- but that's the thing yeah that's exactly the, the david and tyler i didn't realize how extremely close they were until this past week and they definitely have um a pre-game alliance and just an outside of the house relationship oh yeah um they are loyal to each other i think tyler i mean tyler was furious furious about the nomination but then he threw the veto but we'll talk about that in a minute but yeah but i mean i understand it's self-preservation i get it he's played the game 
what needs to happen like there's like janelle and Kesa are like literally surviving by i mean last hoh there was very select people that could have won and like three or four people including them that could have won hoh and they would have been fine this week so they got really lucky with the memphis hoh um I think what needs to happen, they need, if Nicole Anthony goes, which is like most likely 90% happening, um, they need to win HOH next week and secure a power position where people have to come to them. And then I think form something with Bailey, Davon, and David and kind of make that their group. Because otherwise, I mean, who who are they going to have? Like, I, I don't think, it, I mean, Memphis, like, <laughs> you can't, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying. Janelle and Kevin are going to have to get over it. Right. I honestly think, though, it will happen at some point in time. We all know, I mean, if they're both still there, because we all know that just because you, you know, are at odds the first week or two weeks or even however long in the house doesn't mean you can't make a deal of work with somebody down the line that you, you know, loathed at the beginning of the game. That's just the way that this game works. So at some point they're going to realize, and I think, you know, with what I was saying earlier about Kevin just being like, I've got to back away from all of this drama because it's, it's not doing me any good. I mean, and he's used to laying low and not being noticed until it's time to make a move. That's his game. And he said today, I'm going to start doing that. So I think he's probably to the point where he's like, I've got to back up. From all of this and maybe at some point they'll come together and get some numbers if they can just hang on for a little bit we'll see yeah it's not likely i think right re- i think regardless janelle or caser or one of bay day is gonna have to win hoh this week to have any sort of like if we if we truly want any sort of balance in this house i feel mm-hmm. like one of them has to win hoh or else it gets a little bit oh, hopeless yeah. well the power the 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 power in the house right now is so disproportionate uh, you know it's, it's some what somebody's gonna have to take out somebody from that side of the house whether they know mm-hmm. that they're all together as the 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 hard crew or not the, they've got to take out some of them because you know the scales are they're already uneven and it's just it'll be too late and then we'll be left with just the hard six so <laughs> Or whatever they're called. The, the committee now. Our committee. The, commi- the, the commission the- is Memphis and Cody. And then the, wait, no, I've already forgotten. The committee is the six of them. Like, why do they have the to have some? committee. Why do we have connect for, core for, commission, committee? Like, what, what is with the C names? I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. I can think of, um, never mind. Really quick. Okay. Stop it. This, Stop this, it. This happened right now. Ian said, can I, this is Ian and Kaser. Can I give you some advice? Kaser goes, of course. <laughs> Ian said, you and Janie better perform on Thursday. <laughs> I thought it was like ironic that we were literally talking about they need to. <laughs> Ian Ian is like brut- has been brutally honest in this game so far, and I I like it. Like I don't. <laughs> I, I, know, I I like his play this season. I think I I think Ian's got a lot going for him, especially now that everyone else is kind of turning on each other. I think it, I think Memphis being the one that's like, but we got to get Ian out. It's just kind of get get shoved under the rug because no one else is gonna care. They're like, why why do you care about Ian right now? Ian is the last person we care about. Um, and he was in trouble in BB14 like early on too, and that's kind of how he was this season. Like a lot of people were considering targeting him even last week. Uh, first but- week he was nearly a target. 
because everyone was like who's yeah. this weirdo that's climbing under the furniture and <laughs> yeah it's thanking himself like why was now, he doing that everything's like opened up a little bit more so i wonder if he'll be able to like squeeze through long enough to maybe get to the end again be pretty interesting i'd love to see it yeah it's just, right, it, let's spin the wheel all right yeah oh, go ahead I was just gonna say it depressed me a little bit yesterday when I was kind of watching and him and Janelle were talking about how they don't really like care about this game as much anymore, but mm -hmm. like they're happy. Like, I don't know. That made me kind of depressed. Cause Ian once was like, and I, it may even Ian kind of BSing a little bit, but he was just like, you know, I can't, I, I wish I still cared about this game as much as I used to. And I was just like, dang, now I got to talk about that on my podcast dedicated. to Yeah. Big well, <laughs> Janelle said she still does care. I mean, she's she's just not here for the bit. followers like everyone else. Well, she doesn't need them. Well, right, but she. I think Everybody the big thing. Everybody follows the queen. Come on. She's very much on this. Uh, her and Casey are saying it's the parents versus the vegans season. Uh, of Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's untrue. And then there's like the hybrid, which is like Danny. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Also that, true. Accurate um okay yeah the wheel i shall go um, wheel or no wheel <laughs> memphis invented the wheel wait i have i, veto. I, have, I literally have veto on here twice so veto has double the chance Ian's why do you have veto on there twice i don't know but now I'll, I'll take it off uh but we're gonna talk about ian's punishment right now because it is far more entertaining than the lack of punishment that janelle received uh, and that she did not really participate in. Uh, so Ian, uh, and everyone in chat can correct me if I get these like names wrong. Uh, his, his punishment is that he has to play this, uh, Luke Skywalker ish character, um, from a galaxy far, far away and perform scenes, uh, from, uh, an epic that <laughs> tell his story. Oh. And he has a script in front of him at all times. And uh, over the loudspeaker, they'll tell him which scene to do. And he can, some of the scenes have house guests that he can have do the scene with him. Um, I think even one yeah, time he performed like a scene a with the speaker. Costumes. Yeah. There's, yeah. They have plenty of props. Of, like, costume changes. It's fantastic, honestly. I've been calling it um, Ian's sci-fi Shakespeare punishment. That's a good, because, that's a good way I mean, to describe it. It's, it's very similar to to Haley's punishment that she had when she um, had to read like the entirety of a Shakespeare play, um, and I loved and, that or Lion King, however you want to look at it. But um, she, uh, but I like Ian's better. It's an original, first of all, and it is in a galaxy far, far away. At first, I was like, "What is, is he? A robot? What is he?" But I get it now. There's a lot of costumes. And right. I love this punishment. And Devon I love is like Ian because whatever the punishment is, like he goes all in. He loves like the every aspect of Big Brother. He's like slop, yes. I don't know about that this season. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play a clip of Ian's punishment so everyone can, who hasn't been able to watch the feeds gets a good Dave idea. On, right? Yeah, this is the one with Dave on, uh Very episode five-ish, uh, except the, the big twist at the end. But I'll, actually, I'll go ahead and show this clip. It's just a Twitter clip, so nothing special. Uh, 
except to the person that tweeted it gets a, a free shout out. Hello, Aaron. You have heart, and I look forward to cutting it out. Oh. You mean like you did to my father? Don't cry over spilt Milky Way. You're not half the man my dad was. I was oh, after God. I cut him in half. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. My father didn't deserve to die. Oh. <laughs> he was the kindest man in the galaxy. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Go in, man. Kill me. You taught me how to ride my star bike when I was only five light years old. Old. Touching. Oh. Now go on. <laughs> Finish me. You gave me a moon tiger once. I named it Pluto. Finish me. <laughs> I my father. I'm waiting. This is for my father. <laughs> for you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and for you too, Mom. Oh. <laughs> Wow. And for you, Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Wow. <laughs> this is like uh, Davon's alley. I forgot. Like watching this just a, now yeah. made me like go back to her like video at the beginning, her package, and she's like, "I love Shakespeare." <laughs> so this is definitely up her alley. I live for those. It, she uh, did, but does she love sci-fi Shakespeare? Is the hmm. question. It seems I like it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Like this, just in she does. I I was watching the feeds while Ian was doing a scene where he just had to scream, "No, no!" <laughs> like a million times. And I'm just waiting for anything bad to happen for the rest of the season for that clip just to be used in any <laughs> given situation. Uh, but yeah, I saw, also saw a lot of memes with that mask that Davon was wearing during it. Uh, so I mean, this, so this punishment free. caused a lot more. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Um, I hate it. But the punishment, the punishment gets an A from me. I think. I love this punishment. Um, I really do. It's my favorite. I mean, so far we've only had of two, the punishments on this season. This one is by the far two the best. Punishments. This is my favorite. <laughs> all right, we're ready to spin the wheel again. I feel like. Yeah. Memphis is oh. which is like a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> to I some. Mean, Actually, to everyone. Wait, did we talk know. about... Oh, we didn't talk about Vito, just the punishment. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Vito on the wheel. What will it be? The Nelothy, Vito, or the Devon saga? Oh, am I going to talk about... <gasps> oh, Janelacy. Okay, we can do it. We had to go Come over on. the accurate spelling of Janelacy before this started. Um... But well, I'm I'm glad I get to avoid talking about this Bay Day or this Davon drama a little bit longer. All right, I feel like that's the finale. God, it's gonna take the longest too because I'm just gonna get the timeline right. Um, Janelacy, we've we brought it up a little bit at the beginning of this podcast, but we have uh, we have everyone in the house pretty much, and you can watch the mini montages, or you can go to Daniel's Twitter and watch his little montage of Janelacy. Uh, while Drunken Love by Beyonce plays in the background. Um, <laughs> but we have everyone in the house, obviously, seeing Janelle as this big, uh, evil ringleader who is really not. In fact, she's the opposite. 
and it's kind of ironic that everyone is teaming up together to say, let's get Janelle out because she's controlling the house. That's not happening. Like, no, Indeed I don't not. know. I don't get it. Um, but even Janelle's closest allies, Nicole, uh, doesn't like Janelle. Or, and I'm not going to say that. She likes Janelle as a person, I think, but she does not trust that Janelle is trying to get the votes for her. She thinks that Janelle is lying to her. And we saw today, while Janelle was sitting in her room crying about feeling bad for Nicole, literally crying, Nicole was outside with Franny talking about uh, mm -hmm. how much trash Janelle talking. hates her. Yeah, and just trash talking Janelle or in general. So, And it's a lot for Janelle to cry. Like, she has infamously she's not emotional. emotional. She's uh, yeah, she's a robot. Kaser mm -hmm. literally said, I don't think I've ever seen you cry before. Well, well and Kaser was also, I mean, and good for him. He's a good friend. He's also like, I mean, why are we trying to save somebody who is not really, like it was different with Keisha. Like you knew you were, you guys were aligned. Like this is, like this is crazy. Like you need to just back off. And I'm glad that he said that because, I mean, that wasn't verbatim, obviously. That was that was uh, my interpretation, loosely based. But um, it's true. Like, why are you bending over backwards to save somebody who is not even with you? I mean, she doesn't even know that she's trashing her all over the house. She just, like, you guys aren't aligned. Why are you trying to make deals? Like, she's not even helping herself. It's kind of like Keisha. Not even helping herself. Why are you doing all of her work for her? You play your game, Janelle. Right. Don't be playing somebody else's. And now Nicole might be helping herself a little bit, but not in the way that benefits Janelle at all. Oh, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so it's just interesting because everyone is absolutely terrified of Janelle. But I think as of yesterday... Um, we saw a little bit more fear kind of instilled in how, especially Cody views Davon uh, in this house, which is a big thing that we're going to talk about at some point. But as far as Janelacy goes, we're like, <laughs> I feel like we already yelled about it for 30 minutes at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't want to accidentally fall into that window again. We weren't yelling. Every single person besides Kaser has been guilty of Janelacy at one point at time in this house. Yeah, except for Ian. Oh, Ian, yeah. yeah. Ian's not. And Keisha. Keisha was not. Ian, Keisha, Kaser, not really. Uh, well, Memphis, to a degree, not hasn't really yelling. either. Um, I, I think we just want He's to associate Memphis lower. with every bad thing in the house. So. And why not? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you can I'm easily kidding. do it. I don't even hate Memphis. I just they don't like some of the things that he's saying thing yeah he's just being yeah. he's, just, he's just an asshole but like i feel like he's one of the like i enjoy watching this asshole it's better than like jackson mickey or jack matthews you know there's like different kind of assholes and i just would you rather enjoy watching his asshole <laughs> i did not say his before asshole i'm pretty sure you said his like, he said this but i can see he's that uh, i enjoy yes i was thinking this asshole yeah i enjoy watching memphis this jerk how about that i enjoy watching memphis i can't say memphis jerk um can we move on <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say, no you don't know what i was about to say it is my, i'm getting tongue-tied yeah. 
Wow, this, it's almost oh, as bad as the, the hard, hard six. six. Yeah. Oh, we yep. said it at the same time. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Janellacy, I think we've talked about at length pretty much. So I'm going to go ahead and move on if that's okay. Yes, let's do it. Well, I mean, everybody's jealous of her. It's <laughs> Can you imagine ridiculous. if that was our only point when the wheel landed on Janellacy? We were just like, everyone's jealous. Yep. All right. Everybody's Sp- jealous. Spinning the wheel again. They all hate her. We're down to two topics on the wheel of discussion. Are we going to get to talk about the veto, or am I going to get to suffer through the Davon saga? Let's find out. Uh-huh. Oh. We get, oh, the Davon saga, of course, that's going to be very last. Uh, all right. This veto, was, this veto was probably right. the latest veto we've had on Big Brother in years. I don't know. Like, oh I don't gosh. know. It was so late it was tomorrow, but, was, you know. <laughs> it was late as hell. Like 12 midnight Big Brother time, which is crazy. Like that's some Big Brother Canada-ish. Yeah. I mean – yeah, it was like 2 a.m. here or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and the feeds didn't come back until I think 3.45-ish Big Brother time. So no one was there yeah, to find out who won veto. And, and I'm... When they... I got up in the morning, <laughs> the competition wasn't over. And I said, what? What is happening right now? What? I go I to bed, we don't know. Up. I wake up, we don't know. They, they stay up so late because of stuff like this. But they make them wake up so early, like... I don't remember it being this bad in like previous seasons. Thankfully, they didn't make him wake up that early after the veto. It was more like noonish, I think, is when they started. Yeah, it was like 11, 11.30, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was ridiculous because the feeds didn't come back. You know, our time, uh, it was 5.45 ish, and Daniel's time, 6.45 ish. Uh, and I think the people that did wait up to find out who won veto. Uh, we're probably very disappointed that they wasted their time with that because Memphis came out victorious mm-hmm. and we immediately, I mean, obviously saw kind of a disappointed David in Nicole Anthony uh, mm-hmm. and Memphis wasn't going to use the veto to begin with. Obviously we, we, we could, we could have theorized that, you know, people were going to come to him and they were going to say, you should backdoor this person or this person. But I feel like the big thing with the veto, if we're going to talk about it is that it was so, and we mentioned it earlier, teetered towards men. Uh, every competition oh, so far has so been very, annoying. very dominant for the males. And this one took no exception because every comment we heard is like, you, I mean, this is all like forearm strength. You know, like you needed biceps for this. And uh, I don't, I don't know exactly. Well, they didn't adjust the weight. Yeah, it wasn't right. proportioned right. right. Yeah. Like if you weigh, and I mean, but uh, both Nicole's were playing, and I guarantee you, together they don't weigh 150 pounds. My gosh, Nicole Franzel probably weighs, you know, what 70 pounds. She's <laughs> tiny. How's you- she gonna pick up something <laughs> that is not like it's the same weight that the boys have to pick up? No. She was bawling I- for hours because. Well, oh, so what? She yeah. cries about everything. Who cares? But I, I I need some help because I still don't really understand what the competition was. I just it was, know it involved like holding, holding up a board for, yeah. for some reason. And Nicole was like, I lasted 10 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, okay, lift this dumbbell. It was like a weight bench. 
and they just had to do like some reps. They you didn't know. decorate the backyard at all. <laughs> yeah. They just they just no worked, yard decoration. They just worked out for a little bit, and the Memphis said, "Okay, I win." And they just went back into the house. That was it. And that's essentially what happened. Yeah. Yeah, Nicole. Um, Anthony said she dropped whatever it was that she had to pick up, like in less than ten seconds. And she and she was embarrassed, and, and I'm like. And Franzel was like. Uh, Franzel didn't really mention how bad she did, but she did mention that the entire time she was doing it, uh, Janelle was staring at her, and she's like, "Oh my, oh my gosh, my did you guys God. see Janelle Janelle's staring at seeing, me?" We're back to Janelle's scene. <laughs> she's like, "She stared at me well, for the I mean, entire she... time I was going," and Danny was like, "Oh, you mean for thirty six seconds or <laughs> something?" Exactly. Exactly. She's like, "Shut up, me." <laughs> well, and and then Franny's like, "Well, I mean, she stared at me even after I was out of the game." And I was like, you wish, you <laughs> wish. No, I mean, she maybe she was staring at you, but so what? Who cares? They had a lot to look at in the backyard. Let her look. Who cares? Get over yourself. It was, it was I am mad about the veto comp. And, and Tyler threw the comp. He apparently did. That, well, we're hearing this from like Davon, right? That's the source. I, the only one I've heard of. So, I mean, did he confirm that or no? Wait, say that uh, again. I'm sorry. Did Tyler confirm that he threw it, or is it just like Davon's speculation? Because I know Davon was talking about it with Bailey. It was based on a conversation she had um, with. He didn't outright say it. Oh. That, that I heard. He may have outright said it at another time, but it was. Um, it was insinuated. It, it, I mean, he didn't want to win that competition, but who cares? I mean. Memphis one Memphis has a better grip than anyone in the house. Mm -hmm. Not on life, but on whatever they had to hold when up. When it comes to holding physical objects, he's doing great. When he when, <laughs> yes, like he was like, I "Got this, <laughs> got it." So for you, and they Dan. Said, yeah, <laughs> he actually mm -hmm. yelled that out. He's wearing a shirt that said "Dan's my man," and mm -hmm. I mean. That's the way it happens. Also, guys, we only report facts right here. The Factual second information. The second HOH has never won the game. So we've bought, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll take some solace in that. <laughs> or this I've actually we me and um my friend Lucas looked this up. We were like, hmm, we've always heard the statistic that the second HOH has never won, but also the second veto winner has never won. Wow. So so, Memphis is about to double, yeah, not yeah. win. I can't believe it. <laughs> right. In fact, Memphis is going home two weeks ago. He's not even there anymore. We don't <laughs> even know it. <laughs> That's how that worked. They said, Memphis, according to our rule book here, you, it seems you won a second HOH and second veto, and it stipulates right here. <laughs> We've got to uh, cut you out of the gate, sir. Right. <laughs> I've got to take my ADD medicine. <laughs> this cannot happen again. This cannot happen again. I feel like you just got BB Twitter. Like in like if they formed a person, that's exactly what would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I, but the thing is, I think if you were worried that. I, I, I think if you're worried that Memphis is going to win the game before this week, you definitely don't have to worry about that anymore. He has yeah. almost zero chance. But weirder things have happened. Um, 
So, so far in this game, we know that Christmas and uh, Memphis are not going to win this game, right? Um, Christmas was the first. I don't think Christmas Christmas could, honestly. Well, she was the first one to enter the house, so she can't win. Oh, Oh, according to BB4. Yeah, it says it in your papers right there. Tamar Braxton into the house. Let me check the rules. Let me check. (laughs) Fact checker. Tamar broke the curse. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Curse broken. Throw <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, wait. There's a stipulation, guy. except if it's Christmas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Wait, I, you got to read the fine print <laughs> at the bottom left, Roxy. That was Celebrity Big Brother, so it does not apply. It's not like a crossover. Yeah, it's not role. applicable here. No. <laughs> applicable? Okay. Davon Saga. Let's go. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. It's moving on to the Davon Saga. Should Honestly. I- I feel like me and Roxy need to shut up and like let Bear explain because it's so confusing. That's yeah. the worst I'm thing you could do myself. to me right now. If if we all talk at the same time, like it's gonna get ridiculously confusing because I had to listen to Taryn Armstrong say it like five times <laughs> to understand it. So okay, here we go. Here's me. I'm performing my uh, soliloquy right now. So essentially, um, this all starts when Davon approaches Tyler. Uh, and says we should make this alliance of six, seven-ish people. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to count in my head. But we got Enzo, we got you know Cody, we got Bailey, we've got Danny, and we got you. However many that is, <laughs> there might be one person I'm missing. Uh, and so she says it to Tyler, uh, and then uh, she also, when well, she goes to Danny next, this is what I need. I should have typed this out, but I'm going in my mind which is not a good idea. Uh, she goes to Danny and she says that Tyler come, had come up with this alliance. Not her, but Tyler came up with this alliance. And Danny goes to Tyler and basically says, uh, "Someone, are you, you're, you're trying to start an alliance, I hear. And Tyler's like, what are you talking about? Really? No, no that's not true. Like, <laughs> whoever's saying that is a liar. Like, who's saying that? And that conversation gets interrupted, but we get to come back to it later again. Uh, and Tyler's like, who is saying this? And Danny's like, you know exactly who's saying it. Like, I know what you're doing. Like, you're just, you, you, you're, you're playing the same game. And Tyler's like, who said it? Janelle? And she's like, nope. And he said, Kaser? Nope. He said, Davon? she's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not true. That's not true. She's just saying that to, to see if you'll uh, tell me about it because she's trying to see if we're tight. Like, she's just testing you. And you just failed the test pretty much. Uh, so that happens. Danny goes back to Davon. And just wants to double check things. Basically, just be like, yeah, you said Tyler started that, right? And Davon just doesn't retract that statement at all. She just basically says, mm-hmm, Tyler definitely started that. Uh, Tyler definitely wants to make that alliance. Uh, and so Danny's convinced at this point that Tyler's lying because of how defensive he was when she approached him. So she's talking to Cody and she's like, I could tell Tyler was lying. You know, he's being defensive about everything when I brought it up to him, like 100%. Tyler made this alliance or it was wanted to bring up that he wanted to make this alliance. So this day continues. Uh, <laughs> Davon goes up to Franny, Nicole Franzel and says, I hear that you're trying to formulate this alliance with a few people that I like, uh, whose names are blanking on me at the moment, but they include Danny because that's the important part of this. Of the alliance. I have it written down. Let me check my paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> the rule book. Yes, let me check the rule book. It feels nice to hear another voice. I haven't heard one in so long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so the pitch was Tyler, Davon, Bailey, uh, uh, David, uh. Cody, 
Dan- Dan- Danny and Enzo. That okay. was the pitch. All right. But when she approaches Nicole Franzel, she says just a few people. And I'm pretty sure she says Danny, Cody, and Tyler or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Like the, the four that everyone's already speculating about. Yes. Uh, and so... Nicole's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but the people I trust the most are definitely like, you know, Danny and you and Cody and Davon's like, okay, well, you know, if you, if that's an reliance, you just know that I'm in, like, I'm definitely in for it. And so, um, Davon goes to Danny and tells her that Nicole approached her about this alliance that Davon definitely just approached Nicole about. Uh, and Danny's like, okay, this is getting kind of weird. Uh, and so then later on, Nicole approaches Danny and says that Davon approached her about this alliance. And Danny's like, oh crap, Davon's been lying both times about both of these alliances. And so mm-hmm. now she knows that Tyler is telling the truth. And she goes back to Cody. And she's like, I can't, I can't believe this. And Cody's like, I can't believe this either. I can't believe someone would be playing the game like this. Uh, because <laughs> anytime anyone plays the game, it probably is going to irritate Cody the most. And because he comes from a season where nobody played the game and that's just how, that's just how it is. And this turns into a whole thing of, you know, Cody just being like, you know, Davon and Bailey, they're right there below Janelle and Kaser about as far as I trust them now. Like I can't, I, I can't give them like, what's the point of having them, you know, close to us if they're not going to give us any information about Janelle and Kaser. Like clearly, Memphis wins HOH and they're floating to Janelle and Kaser because they know that they're close to Memphis. And last week when I'm HOH, you know, they're trying to stay close to me and saying that they'll go back and forth, but they're not doing that anymore. Um, but essentially what this boils down to is that Davon kind of messed up in this situation in a way that I wish he hadn't. Uh, but we, and obviously we can talk about this, but I don't know why I know Davon's big on the, I need to, you know, give someone information, like false information to see if it gets back to me. I know she's big on experimenting and that's kind of her thing with Danny right now is just seeing what gets back to her in what way. But what good does it do if you're just straight up lying to everyone and everyone that you're lying to is talking about you lying and then it doesn't work that way. I don't understand why she did this necessarily. I mean, I understand the process of doing that, but why make up like, why have it be something so big that is impactful in the game like that? Because when it gets brought back up, and inevitably it's going to, it affects your game. And I just bragged on Davon, well, today. And then she goes and does this. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm not like, only that, but she repeated it, like, she does it again the same day so it's like and at the first time it kind of worked like danny definitely believed her and it was working fine but then within the 24 hour time span you do it again and it just makes you look so guilty um yeah so why are you in the dark well i mean it's i don't have my light on should i turn it on yeah people in chat are concerned about you they really I'm are. Depressed. They're afraid I'm like you're so slowly depressed. falling into darkness that will never come back on. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I mean, we're almost done anyway, so really you're gonna have light for like the next ten minutes, maybe. But uh <laughs> I thought this was important to mention, obviously, because this is all better. Yes. Yes. Because one, Davon doesn't realize that 
every all the people that she was trying to lie to sees her as a liar now uh mm-hmm. and meanwhile her and bailey are just kind of chumming up being like we just gotta write keep riding the middle like we're doing great like this is perfect <laughs> you can't ride the middle if nobody wants to play with you right and now they are the closest people associated with janelle and kaser which i think they are the closest people to janelle and kaser but now they've made it public and now it's like okay how is the committee the committee yes uh one of the sea alliances uh, how are how are they going to respond to this if they win hoh again next week <laughs> i just heard that as sea as in ocean i was like wait oh. the sea <laughs> alliances what <laughs> the indian ocean alliance uh how are Ooh. they going to respond to this <laughs> the arctic the southern the pacific the atlantic i think i named all of them yeah, i don't know right that's, that's all that's like southern's a Ocean. It doesn't matter. What am I saying? No, the southern is not an ocean. It is. It's the like Indian, officially the a, Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean. Right? Is, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So moving forward from here, we have we have a weird dynamic like we've had for the past thirteen or so days, um, where you have all these side alliances that kind of include but don't include one person, and that makes a new entire alliance. Uh, and some alliances have subgroups within their alliances. It's so, like there's a thousand alliances in the like all of them have the same people in them. Right. Can we come together? Can we consolidate a little bit? <laughs> Ugh, I can't or just that. stay in your big alliance that has everyone in it and be like, hey, um, yeah, let's just trust each other in this alliance. Like they're just on I the mean, outer lines. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. Did y'all, th- this isn't about the Devon saga, but did y'all see where, th- and Dang. this was. Is it about Danny where she like tells Tyler about the wrong alliance? No, but oh, tell that sorry. in a minute. Okay. Tell that in a minute. <laughs> no, this was, um, so this was before um, the veto meeting, right? right. Um, they, uh, Danny, Cody, Enzo, and Franny. Yes, those are the four. The well, the core four, the connect four, the one the of commanders. Them. Yeah. Yes, the hard four. Um, they <laughs> they were um worried about a possible backdoor plan because you know it had been floating around for like for for days. And so they were like, I mean, do you think we should go to Memphis and the talk city to or them the person? And... You know what? I don't know now that you ask. <laughs> Here's the plan. No. We travel to Memphis and <laughs> Here's the plan. We can only figure this out if we go to Tennessee. Anyhow, <laughs> um so they're like, should we ask Memphis? Like, like, how do we go about that? And Cody's like, no, don't ask Memphis. Like, he's like, he's volatile as it is. We can't do that. And he goes, I have an idea. Let's let's do a little role playing. <laughs> See if we can figure out whether or not this is a good idea. And I'm telling you, just the thought of role playing. <laughs> of talking to Memphis because they're so scared to go to Memphis and ask him about this possibility of a backdoor plan. 
And the best solution, first of all, that you can come up with came from Cody. <laughs> and it was to role play. What if we, he, he, I mean, he comes from BB-16, where their big strategy moment as Team America was to put on a play. It was to put on a play. So, I mean, yeah. like, it's only, it's only reasonable that Cody's like, the play worked once. What if we do it again? <laughs> They, well, they ended up deciding to not talk to Memphis. What a shame. But they were like, is there a way that we could spin this for a Janelle and Kaser backdoor? No. He wasn't going to put him on the block. They've never been an option for him. Don't do it. <laughs> you know what? We could role play. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost their minds. So They've absolutely funny. lost it. Right. Big Brother Strategy 101. Always role play. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay, Daniel, what were you going to say about oh, Danny? Um, it was about like all. Okay, so we were talking about like all the alliances and how a lot of them are overlapping. And Danny was talking to Tyler about like the wrong alliance that Tyler was in, and then caught herself and was like, "Oh, I just get I get all the names so confused." Like, no, I wasn't talking about Christmas. Oh, I was talking yeah. about this person. Um, <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. Moving on. And then, well, I mean, there's that's bound to happen when you have multiple alliances where it's only one person different, and not only that, they can't decide on any names. Right. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know anything about the alliances. I do know that Info, that Enzo got a little bit upset this week because people just weren't coming to him and sharing information with him like he thinks they should. They Memphis didn't want anybody to talk to him. Enzo wants everybody to talk to him. We've got to figure this out. It's like he doesn't realize, like, everyone's so scared to say the next thing to him, and that's, like, the time he blows up and then puts him on the block. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I thought one of y'all would... No, I mean, yeah, but I thought... One of y'all would bring up the Enzo trying out the bidet for the first time, uh, but <gasps> neither of you. Oh, did I don't want to talk about it. Oh my god, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Tell it's us the horrible. story. Essentially, uh, in, for those of you who don't know, Kaser has a bidet in the house, um, and well, it's not well, it's not his, but CBS put it in there for him, uh, right. and he brought, it, he brought it with them to do the the puzzle at the beginning <laughs> of the game. Dismantled uh, his, his toilet at home. Brought a plumber with him that was in his carry-on. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> he popped out of Kaser's bag and he said, it's me, Mario. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so Enzo just realized uh, how the bidet works, I guess. Um, and he decided to try it for the first time. And it did not go well. Because uh, I don't think he realized the force that <laughs> goes behind the bidet. Or the or the level of warmth. Uh, the warmth. That was <laughs> the big issue. He got a little bit of a enema. Yeah. He, yeah, he definitely did not realize the warmth or the strength. And so his first reaction was to get off of the bidet. And so when he did that, the, the, the spurt of water just, you know, kept going uh, until it covered the bathroom. And so he leaves. <laughs> Cody was, like, waiting to go into the bathroom and just sees, like, this horrible mess and it's just what happened it's on the seat it's on the door Enzo my god and <laughs> it was just it was just a great moment that I think is a good wait one what was on the floor I don't want to know the, I know the water not well maybe a little bit of Enzo's remnants I don't know 
it, it definitely was because he was like, and Cody was talking about how it was like on the seat and how it was like very visible. So, <laughs> and so it was like poop chits, whatever you want to call it, it was like a little everywhere. <laughs> Why did he clean it up? I don't understand that part. He just left it. Like, ew. <laughs> Mother, that's why. <laughs> Anyways, we thank you, Keisha H O H. Oh yeah, thank you, Keisha's H O H. Um, I appreciate that. We all appreciate that. Um, thank you, Queen. So I, I unfortunately felt like... did not get an H O H. That's so sad. <laughs> it is horrible, but I think that was a good one. I think that was a good little oh moment to end on. You gotta read the message. It's very important. Wait, what is she? Oh, Stan Daniel for clear skin. I wish we Thank had you. no. <laughs> I take back everything I said about Keisha's HOH. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Diluted Enzo. Oh, I uh, can't. What's in, what's in on that story, though? I think we're done. I think I'm past done. Yeah, we've gone for way too long. So... Uh, thank you everyone who was in the chat. We appreciate it. If you want to like this video or you want to subscribe to the channel, if you haven't already, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, we will be back possibly soon to talk more feeds. Who knows how exciting the feeds are going to be in the next day or so, because now we just kind of patiently wait until the next episode on Wednesday. So we could very well just wait until Wednesday to go over everything. Um, but, uh, if you want to keep, we're not going to be back until Wednesday. What? Oh, today's Monday. Yeah, today's Sorry. Monday. <laughs> um, Sorry. Obviously, uh, you can catch us all on Twitter. I'm at Spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. And Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. You can join our Facebook group if you want to talk Big Brother with us 24-7. We have live feed updates and discussion all day, every day. Uh, all day, all night. Sorry, I almost didn't say it. Um, you can go to the feeds on CBS All Access if you want to join our feeds. Chat there. It's just our reality. Um, anything else? Uh, oh, if you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform, if you're tired of uh, just looking at our faces every time we do this, and you're like, I, they, they're all they, they all look horrible. Um, if you disagree with Daniel's clear skin, um, then please catch us on any podcast platform. You're today, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, you can do that if you want to. But uh, other than that, we'll see you when we see you. And thank you guys for watching. Bye. Bye.